This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Prophecy Uprising. I lost it. Find lost it! it. Into, the, into the war between heaven and hell comes a brand new enemy. Tagline's weak, dog. Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm Chris. Weak Dog. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Your new nickname is Weak Dog. Is it Weak, weak Dog? It's better than Dog Sauce. Yep. Which would you prefer, Weak Dog or Dog Sauce? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not an option. No means no, Brett. I mean, Hotlanta. Who is this, Brett? I don't know. It's not really like dead naming you. It's just maybe it's like dead pod naming you. Yeah. Weak dog. <laughs> See, it rolls off the tongue. It suits him. Yes. Well, you can thank Chris for this movie. Yeah. Because he. Thanks, weak dog. He suggested we just we just keep watching prophecy movies till they stop making prophecy movies. Yeah. Which is one more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next week. For now. Last one. Hey, I said in for a penny, in for a pound. Yep, that's but something not... people said in like the 50s or something. Well, it's they say in the Britons because that actually means money in Britain. Oh, I don't know. It does. Yeah. They never, they never switched to the euro, which is probably a good thing considering that they are officially brexiting currently like it's actually happening now i don't know we're trump exiting and they're brexiting i fucking hope so yeah i mean everyone except for trump realizes that he's leaving true i'm just waiting for like him to try to, to try to not leave the white house on the inauguration day and so as soon as Biden is sworn in, like the the Secret Service just tase the fuck out of Trump and just drag him out and leave him on the lawn. <laughs> that's that's like my dream. And someone gets someone videotapes it. He's a nightmare person. I hope he goes away soon. He is a nightmare garbage person. And that's kind of mean to garbage. It is. It is insulting to garbage. Just nightmares and, are... and nightmares. Fuck nightmares. Garbage is all right though. Yeah. No, my, my wife had a weird dream last night that involved our neighbors trying to store things in our backyard and one of them was an RV with a van on top pulling a fifth wheel. The hell of an RV. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just love that there was a van on top of it. <laughs> you gotta put the van somewhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it was no, uh, it wasn't, you know, like Knight Rider where they just keep the van inside a semi. No, no, no. The van has to go on top of the RV well, it pulls another trailer, another camper behind it. For wind resistance. Yeah. I mean, when they do it, they do it right, I guess. Got to increase that drag. Yeah. You're a drag. It's all, it's all about drag. Come on, weak dog, read your book. Yeah, Chris. How does this movie start? From the beginning? Mm-hmm. Sean Amplis. 
Well, it's Johnny Amplis. It starts with a guy in a hat running around. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a beanie. Yeah, beanie hat. Depending on where you're from, some people might not know what that is. Where you from? Or a stocking cap, if you're where I'm from. A toboggan, perhaps. A beanie to me was like those hats that are multicolored that have the propeller on top. That was a beanie to me when I was a kid. Knit hats. Yeah. And he's he's Stop. running through Romania. Yeah. Bucharest. From Old Bucharest. We don't really know who he's running from or what. A car. There's a car involved. Yeah, there's a car at some point. But first, he's just hopping fences and looking distraught. And apparently, like, through, like, it looks like an archaeological site that people are just squatting in. Yeah. Which is probably not the best for the archaeological site. I don't know. It depends on what you're going for. You're going to mix your present with your past at that point. And do a delicious now slurry. Mmm. Yuck. And, uh, unseen whatever chasing him catches up. He throws a handful of colorful money at it. Yeah. Because our money is boring. Green on green on green. Yep. Bucks on bucks on bucks. With those weird little purple stripes. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, turn, turns out it was a cop the whole time. It was Doctor Who Jr. The police. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I hope you like people halfway speaking English and halfway speaking Romanian. I kind of like that. Like it's it's not uncommon for like you know because like my in laws are from Greece and so I get a lot of like conversations. Even sentences that are like partially Greek and partially English, if like depending on what what the feel is that they were going for when they're speaking, so it did, it did not seem weird to me that like the dude would just switch between Romanian and English, what appeared to be randomly. And uh, just so it's known, the audio mix in this is weird. Yeah, it's like it's like Christopher Nolan did it, where all the the music and the ambient noise is all like normal. And everyone speaking is just a little soft. Why they got to whisper for dog? They're not whispering. They're not whispering. The volume's just low. Yeah. So we we turn on subtitles. Yeah, which is great because a lot of the subtitles are just like speaking Romanian. Yeah, very helpful. <laughs> Up tempo music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was necessary. And uh turns out these guys have a history. Yes. Uh, the guy in the hat is a dealer of the drugs. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Who Jr. is a policeman's. Yeah. And he uh, roughs him up, threatens him. Pretends to stab him in the neck with a knife? Yeah. But yeah, it, oh, just fooling. Yeah, you know. Kidding around. I hope you brought your emergency pants. D pants. Not for solid lobes. Oh. (laughs) And uh, he takes his money he got to the local church. Oh, yeah, because the the cop rips off the 
the drug dealer just like says, here, give me all your money. Yeah. And at the church, we meet a father church guy. Yep. Father Churchington. And uh, Lady Scar Eye. Yeah. I just like to refer to her as Lady Joker because she has one scar, so she's obviously exactly like the Joker. Yeah. Why was she so serious? Uh, probably because angels talk to her. Yeah, it'd probably keep you pretty serious. Yeah. And uh, they're all at the church, chilling all max and relaxing all cool. Yep. And, and then some guy uh, dives onto a concrete pool. Started making trouble in their neighborhood. One of those things happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, the drug dealer t- does a header off the church. Yeah, and when uh, the cop guy goes to leave, he's got a a friend hanging outside waiting for him, leaning up on his car. Benedictus Cumberbatch. Yeah, it's the guy, and he's from Interpool. Yes, not to be confused with Deadpool. That's like the super police. Yeah. And he's or there. Like it's, it's like they're like an international police force. Of some sort. What? Yeah. And he's there because crime reasons. Well, because he's tracking a killer who apparently likes to cut the hearts out of people. Yeah. And oddly enough, drug dealer not only is not breathing because he, you know, fell off of a church, but also does not have a heart with which to pump his blood around. You gotta have one of those. Mm-hmm. And then his corpse talks to Dr. Who Jr. cop. Yeah, and he's all like, what? And no one else reacts, so apparently, like, he didn't actually talk to the cop, he just hallucinated it. Yeah, he's got the shine. Yeah. I didn't catch what he said because that was before I put on subtitles. It was too quiet. The shitting. (laughs) So, uh, as all this is happening, back at the church, Father Churchman. Father What's-His-Head. He's, uh, he's down in the basement with his magic Bible. That's yeah, the one that out. writes itself. Yeah. In Greek. And uh, he's communicating with some sort of spirit, angel, and entity. Spooky ghost monster. Yeah. And uh, he has himself a bad case of medical emergency. Yeah. Apparently his heart just couldn't take it anymore. And uh, he dropped all those cocaine pills, I think we said. Yes, there was his cocaine pills he dropped everywhere. <laughs> his nitroglycerin. He had a bad case of not enough cocaine in his system. Yeah. I mean, because once you, you never want to be let down once you're up. True. And uh, Lady Joker finds him. Yep. And and the book. Right. The Bible, I guess. She snatches the, the lexicon. Yeah. And takes it with her. 
and calls the did she call the ambulance? Yeah. Okay. The ambulance. Couldn't remember. Couldn't remember. One ambulance, please. The paddy wagon. And uh we cut over to the park area where Yes. Some lady is walking through the park and she sees another lady who's getting attacked by dogs. Yeah, she's being savaged by dogs, which can happen in countries like that in Eastern Europe. I know my my brother taught Bulgaria for a while, and they 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 had they ended up like adopting like the the school ended up adopting a dog that was being eaten like savaged by other dogs. So if they're going to do it to dogs, I could see like a a weak person being attacked as well by a pack of dogs. Packs of dogs are scary. That's true. And uh, she goes to save the lady from the dogs. But it was some sort of dog-based ruse. Yes. One of them dog tricks? Yeah. And fancy dog tricks. Classic run through fancy a tunnel, dog then tricks. up a ladder and onto a sawhorse and around some, and in between some poles. Put on makeup. Yes, and then they put on makeup, just like at the Wintminner kennel club wince minner wince minner <laughs> hell even i know that's wrong <laughs> wince minner dog show it's legally distinct <laughs> it is that's that's the one in, in uh, best of show right yeah wince minner yeah <laughs> so she uh a terrier she takes over the the bystander lady yeah, like so. Yeah, basically, something jumps from the the dog lady to the bystander lady, who is a literally a French maid. Yeah, I mean, not dressed like in the black and white outfit, but she's like dressed like a maid and speaks French. And she uh, she heads to the church looking for the lexicon. Right. And uh, the the. Angel. She runs into a sunbeam. Yeah. And the sunbeam. Simon the sunbeam? Yes. Yeah, I remembered That's something accurately. Good job. That's the next PBS show to come out is Simon the sunbeam. He blinds all the children. Yeah, it's between Dora the Explorer and Daniel Tiger. I don't know what that is. But they're both kid shows. Yeah. You're a kid show. I should hope not. Why do why do I know what kid what what are kids shows when I don't even have kids, Brett, and you don't. Dora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hotlanta. Who is this Brett? So Simon Sunbeam. Some guy who doesn't know what children's shows, apparently. And the uh, Dora Explorer. The maid lady. Shut up. Keep talking. They have a conversation about how uh, Maid Lady's looking for the book. She's been looking for the book. Lex Keen. Simon's like, well, I know where the book is. You don't get it. And, and she, she's I'm none too pleased. You. Yeah. Meanwhile, Coppin... Back at- the other one. All the while. Benedictus Cumberbatch. Because it's obvious he's an angel. Yeah. 
The cop is not uh, getting good vibes from him. He yeah. drops him off at his house, which apparently is vacant lot 1C. <laughs> right. And then the cops dick around in his car, and then a homeless guy comes up and knocks on his window. And he's like, I'm missing three fingers. And the cop's like, uh, why is that? And he's like, oh, because that other guy told me to cut him off with this rusty fucking can. <laughs> what else are you going to do with it? Yeah, and he at least takes him to hospital. Yes. Which was nice of him. Very nice of him. Sometimes you gotta cut three fingers off, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, you know, kind of keeps things loose. Too many. Yeah, you gotta switch stuff up. Keep life exciting. Cut your fingers off. Yes, and? I haven't gotten that for a while. <laughs> Great. Yes, and cut off some of your toes. So, uh... uh I'm trying to combo. remember... <laughs> what the hell's uh, going so, on. Words. Uh, Lady Joker goes back to her apartment where she gets a phone message from her mom about how is she doing? Is she still on her meds? Blah, blah, blah. And then Simon the Sunbeam starts talking to her because apparently she hears voices. She was tripping. Which are really apparently just Simon talking to her. Yeah. And he tells her that there's someone coming for the book and that they change faces, uh, but they're on their way, so she needs to get out of there. Oh, and um, Maid Lady goes to the morgue and takes over the body of the coroner and then licks the priest's eyeball. So he, he can, yeah, just like in, just like in the prophecy three. Uh, so he can see where or who has the book. Yeah. So you can see that what lady Joker looks like. And, uh, the next day, the cops I mean, is are... lady Joker, just Harley Quinn. I guess. HQ? Kinda. She's less crazy. Well, she is less crazy. Well, I mean, she does hear voices in her head, apparently. Yeah. I guess that's fair enough. Yeah. So the next, uh, the next day, old, uh, I can't remember, big, big Cumberbatch. Big Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. He meets up with uh Yes, yes, Big Dick Cumberbatch. <laughs> Big Dick Cumberbatch. Yeah. That's what they all call him. They meet up at the police station. So they can uh there's been another murder. Diddly. Mur thank you. Erler. Thank you, bro. Hotlanta. You know, what with the missing hearts and all. Yes. Broadlanta. So they check it out. Nothing really happens. Uh, aside from cop guy has a fucking AOL instant messenger chat with Joseph 1995. His name was a cop. Yes. But Joseph 1995 is an obvious reference to the coroner from the pro first three prophecy movies. 
Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed he wasn't in this one. So, exposition instant messenger tells him. Yep. <laughs> how the heart ripped out thing is a totally an angel move. Because that's where the soul is attached. Yeah. And there's good angels and bad angels, but no matter what, shit's fucked when they show up. Yeah. <laughs> good angels, bad angels, doesn't matter to you, your people. Yep. <laughs> and at some point he had his buddy, old cop, check the facial recognition database for this guy. Yeah, for Benedict, Big Dick Cumberbatch. Yeah. And he's waiting on the results because... Big Batch Dictor come. I don't know. I guess their computer connections are bad. <laughs> I mean, it's it was late 90s in Romania. I mean, they're not... It's 2005. Ew, Big well, two, Batch. Oh, is it that sounds gross. Well, that's better. They weren't 5G yet, though, Chris. Poured up. So... I like encouraging Troy to get drunk. That's good. It's fun. Yes. Oh, yeah, listeners, I'm drinking Brown Russians, the drink that we invented... Probably well over a year ago and never drank. I don't so remember. It is, it is. I'm not gonna remember this. It's vodka, Kahlua, and YooHoo. Yeah. <laughs> Poured up. So I'm pouring myself another one. You can never have too many brown Russians. Let's see. Nope. Well, this is this is pre YooHoo for our viewing audience, which is Chris and Hotlanta. Yeah. It's about two fingers of liquor. Yeah. And one little box of you. <laughs> one box you who. One box you who. Two fingers <laughs> well, liquor. They, they didn't have any uh, bottles of you who. They just had boxes at the. More economical store. that way. Yeah. I just love how you don't have to refrigerate it, so it's totally milk. It sure is milk adjacent. <laughs> it's milkish. I don't mind the taste. Activate. Yeah. I like how it refuses to mix. <laughs> they don't like each other. Well, the you who mixes with the vodka fine-ish. Yeah, the Kahlua just does not want to. It's a little murky. The Kahlua wants to have none of it. Yeah, Kahlua's antisocial. That's fine. I can identify with that. Yeah. Brett's, uh, Hotland is the Kahlua of the podcast. It's true. <laughs> I don't care for much. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, and then, um, so Benedict Cumberbatch, Big Batch Cumberdick. Is this when he takes a cop guy out to dinner? Manor in the country? Yeah, that's where he takes him to his new home, Country Manor, that's boarded up. <laughs> yeah. And he gets he his police issue crowbar out of the trunk, which I like. It's his house opening crowbar. <laughs> yeah. And they head in. I mean, sometimes you just got crowbar shit. You got a crate. It says fragile on the side of it, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, a major reward. Oh, my Grammy. You're a Grammy. Yeah. But in this movie, it would have actually been a leg and not a leg lamp. <laughs> Big old meat leg. So they uh they bust into a boarded up manor and uh 
Benedict Cumbersnatch. Ha! <laughs> Match. Says they have to go to the basement because reasons. Yes. And that's when a uh, cop guy has some kind of crazy hallucination all about... Would Hotlanta say it was a Psycho Billy freakout? It's a Psycho Billy freakout. He would, it seems. <laughs> and uh, we see that uh, suit guy is there, and he's torturing these people. Yeah. And there's, you know, yelling and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, there's torture. It yeah. generally involves yelling. And it culminates in him shooting them both in the head. A man and a woman. Yeah. Double With, head shot. And then cop guy runs out all aghast. And uh Big Snatch Cumberdick. Big Snatch Cumberdick. <laughs> He's like, so uh you know that stuff, right? You you know where we're at. This used to be the communists or something. No, it was the... Uh, this is the other way around. Mennonites. The Mennonites. Yeah. Yes, it was the, the Mennonites led by by Brother Hitler. No, it was the Nazis. The Hitlerites. Yeah. It was like the 80s. I don't think it was the Nazis. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. It was the communists. It would have been like the, the Russia, you know, the Eastern <laughs> Bloc, Iron Curtain... Nazi shit. Or not Nazi shit. Communist shit. Fuck. And, uh, turns out, funny story. It better be real funny. Well, you're gonna be disappointed. I'm always disappointed. So it turns out that he saw, cop guy saw the past of his parents getting shot by the secret police. Yes. Because they were... Shooting people because they were the secret they, police. They were turned in as enemies of the state by someone and they don't know who. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Ben and Jerry Cumberbund <laughs> knows the answer. Been a snatch. And it turns out that he Victor was the come. one. Cuff guy turned his own parents in because that's what they taught him in school. So your yeah. par parents out to the Illuminati? These are, what, these are what enemies of the state look like. Huh, that sounds like my parents. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I guess that's who I'm turning in then. And it also turns out that he had a sister. There is another. And uh, she just happened to get a horrible eye wound in the process of her parents being taken off to the re-education chamber. Yes. And then she fell in a vat of chemicals at Acme Chemical. Yeah. One little face laceration. Mm-hmm. Mm. But she lucked out because the nurse that took her to get treated right away, which seemed pretty nice for a bunch of people who were just going to probably shoot her for being an enemy of the state. Yes. But then uh, she smuggled somehow, her out of the country or spirited her away, I believe is how they put it. Yeah, somehow it's like she got adopted by Americans because her mother had a very American accent when she called on the phone. Yeah. So, uh, cop guy has now been revealed as to be a horrible monster. Yeah, not that we didn't know that already when he was roughing up, uh, 
like roughing up drug dealers and just taking money from them and stuff. But he feels real like, bad. Yeah. Well, Belial will reference that in a little bit. And so, uh, Bamber Bam Scumberbum. Bamber Bam Scumberbum. <laughs> <laughs> he says that uh, they gotta find his sister because his sister is gonna be the one who makes the the choice. She's like the deciding factor in which way the war goes. Yeah, she's the fulcrum. Yeah, because she's got the the lexicon of plot importance. Yes. It's the and Bible. Speaking of her, she apparently has called a priest to talk to a priest at a pub. Like you do. Yeah. Father Yawn. One bar priest. Yeah. Yeah. And he shows and up. He, and she's and uh and a little bit about Yeah, like, and like, like they exposit a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, Father Exposition shows up, does a little expositing, bleeds out of both of his nostrils at different points, uh, and then goes to take a shit. Yeah, and for the record, the bathroom is like six blocks down. <laughs> he goes all the way out of the building, down an alleyway to get to the bathroom, which I thought was funny. You have to go to a little restaurant. Yeah. And uh, Sunbeam Simon is like, hey, you should go now. Because as they're talking, you can see the mortician guy is just, like, up in the window staring at him. Yeah. And Sunbeam Simon's like, you should leave because, you know, that whole demon thing I told you about. Yeah, uh, he's on his way. And, you know, Father Jan's going to come back a different man. And he does. Because now he's, he's possessed. He's pleasantly hollow of a soul. Hollowed out soulless body. Yeah. With a demon inside. I can identify with that. It is identifiable. Mm-hmm. It's an identifiable feature. So uh, Lady Joker takes off before he gets back. Wait, you can see it? Yeah. I mean... Oh, that's yeah. bad. No. Only if you look real hard, though. Yeah. Oh. Quit looking at me so fucking hard, Chris. I could see it. Nah. I feel violated. Good. So uh, she takes off and heads to a hotel. Transit hotel. Yeah, with a Z. Super 8? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she calls up her brother? Her adopted brother, yes. To get the inside scoop on uh, Baliel or whatever it is. Belial. 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 I would have said, like, Belial, but, you know, I don't know. They kept saying Belial, so. He was the fifth Belial. Yeah. Belial. And, uh... And, so apparently Belial is not an angel. Well, he's a fallen angel. And he rebelled against Lucifer. He's a, uh, he's, like, demon of the flesh. Uh, and wants hell on earth, I think. Wants a new hell. Wants to rule a new hell, I think, is what her brother interpreted from a bunch of drunken monks. Yeah. Sounds right. I like how they just they just fucking call out that all this, like, angelic, like, all the angelic stories and, like, information we have was just created by a bunch of drunken monks. Because <laughs> it sounds about right. 
Yeah, they're all just sitting around like, yeah. The sky ghosts. And then the sun told me about the second secret hell that was gonna... is gonna happen. Shut up. I haven't... I haven't eaten for a week, but I'm gonna drink a fucking, like, 8% beer to recover. <laughs> it's food! Yeah, you know, the, the Belgian triple. That's that's, that's supposed to be, like, a, a beer for breaking your fast. So, uh, she is talking to her brother while drawing a picture of the uh, boarded-up manor. Yeah, she's doing, like, like automatic drawing. Like, she doesn't realize what she's drawing. And as all this is going on, cop and Bember snatch. At this point, it turns into a Marilyn Manson video. Yeah, for, like, a couple seconds. No, no, I meant, like, the, you know, the automatic writing thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an insidious reference. No. No, this is better than that, at least. Yes. So, uh, cop is now super upset with, uh, old Bumberstunch. Dinglebunk. Bumberstunch, Dinglebutt. And he gets a call from, uh, old cop. An old cop tells him that they've got pictures of, uh, Dumbledore Bumblesnotch. <laughs> Snotch. <laughs> Dumbledore Butterbeer. From various places over the years. And they head back to headquarters. So they, and like one of them is like from like 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah, at the same place. Because he was there. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So they head back they to the... the same. Yeah. They head back to the police station. And uh... Just as cop guys had enough of all this and he's going to rough them up, get some answers, old cop and comedy sidekick cop show up. Laurel and Hardy, as they refer to themselves. Yeah. And they let them know that they've uh, they've kind of breaking the whole heart rip out case. Yeah, this dude just like turned himself in. But he'll only but talk. He'll... Yes. To Bember to... Snatch Cumberbund. Yes. Bimber Smash. Bander Snatch Cumberbund. So they uh take him upstairs to the interrogation room. And they they have a little chat. And he says something about it being a cold day in hell. And then like it gets cold in the room. Yeah. And and the the possessed body with Belial's like oh, that's a nice touch. I think he starts vomiting. Yeah. He had a lot of cottage cheese and oatmeal that, oatmeal that day. Oh, the cream of corn is kind of what it looked like to me. Tell cream me more about this oatmeal. <laughs> it's like cereal, but made of a tree. <laughs> oatmeal. Mm, high in fiber and cellulose. And tree. You can really taste the tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's beechwood aged it hurts your teeth so uh after the oatmeal vomit <laughs> a CGI bat monster flies it's out of his mouth cream corn sandwiches I know now cream corn sandwiches mm, I love cream corn though garibosia for everybody put it on some bread yes. dog yes <laughs> if you put it on bread it's a sandwich 
There you go. You gotta spread it real thin, though, like Marmite and Vegemite. <laughs> One smear of cream corn, please. <laughs> uh, that's somehow the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's, that's just is incredibly <laughs> off-putting. smear of cream corn on some white bread? That sounds good. Yeah. Chris finds that very off-putting. I do, and I, I don't even know why exactly. <laughs> it sounds foul. I want two. Hmm. So, uh, you want open-faced or, or like, closed? I just mush it up in a ball. Hmm. A blackened cream corn open-faced sandwich. Bread ball. It I'm sounds... not making one of those for the next episode, I promise. Yeah, good. You probably should. <laughs> you could dunk I in mean, your I've drink. Already, I've already had two and a half brown Russians. And when I say two and a half, I mean, like, Normal sized glasses, not like old fashioned glasses or anything. <laughs> Tumblers. Chug it down. Yeah. So, uh, he barps up a bat monster. Yep. It smashes through the glass. All hell breaks loose. I mean, well, some hell breaks loose at least. Yeah. Localized to his face. Yep. And then, uh, Old uh, Ben Ben, ba 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 ba. Banjo Kazooie sing along. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out the guy's heart, and he he seems pretty pleased with himself. Yay, my heart! Yay, my. And uh, Laurel and Hardy leave, and uh, because Laurel starts walking like. Up the stairs. And I mean up the stairs, I mean like the fucking seven flights of spiral staircase. Yeah. While Hardy Hardy yells at him the whole time. Like, what you doing? Where are you going? What's going on? Why are you doing this? Water stairs. And Laurel's like, if you don't, if you, if you follow me all the way to the top, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. And he follows through. Yeah. He, he is a demon of his word. So he shoots him and throws him off of the landing. Yeah. Walked up all them stairs for nothing. Which yeah. conveniently gives uh cop in insert name here. Bola Snizzer Rat. Snatch. Bunghole Snizzer Rat. Great. That worked out <laughs> swimmingly. <laughs> so uh, they're heading back to the boarded up manor. Because and so is what's so, her butt? Yeah, Harley Quinn. As uh, Laurel is trying to hunt her down. Yes. And, and he uses his cop powers or his body's cop powers to commandeer a vehicle and have that vehicle follow her taxi out into the countryside. Yeah. So now everybody's at boarded up manor. Yes. And, uh, and now we have the final showdown. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And uh, 
Well, we are in Europe, so that da, works. Da, 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 da. And Baliel or whatever the hell it is. Belial. Belial. I don't know. I don't know. Belio. He's the fifth Belial. He uh gives up that Booty? snatch. You mean uh Camber Sand Bumble Dump? Yeah. Dump. He's really uh on his side. Or not his side. Yes. But he ain't but, on the people's side. Nope, they used to be uh comrades back when they were fighting the angels and Belial called him master. Yeah, so heavily implied. Cause he's really Satan. Hey, that was terrifying. <laughs> it was too raw, dog. And he's like, hey, you know, we should join you never, up. You never raw, dog. Yikes. Almost three raw. <laughs> and uh, he tries to get him to, you know, help out. Let's let's do the whole hell on earth thing. But to no Saints avail. Like, nah, bro. Yeah. Nah, I already, family. I already got my health thing going, and it's going pretty good. For real, though. Yeah. I don't need another hell. Yeah. I beat with my hell. And and since this place, so much bad shit happened in this place, it's basically like an embassy for hell here on Earth. So anything that I say goes in here, which means you, Belial, don't get to kill that lady and take the book from her in this building. Yeah. And uh, it's revealed that Kaf is her brother and that Kaf yep. turned in his parents. Yep. And then Kaf gets the bright idea of going down to two bullets in his gun so that he can shoot Belial and then shoot himself because Belial, Belial obviously can't possess Satan and Satan has laid his protection upon his sister. So... That would leave Belial without a host, and then Belial would have to just fuck off to wherever Belial came from. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of like in Fallen with Azazel. Yeah. But he gets cold feet on the whole shoot yourself in the face thing. Yeah. Sissy. I mean, I can kind of understand that. I'd have trouble shooting myself in the face. Yeah. With what? It's such a, it's such a pretty face. Yes, it's rugged. Ruggedly handsome. Such features. And I'm very modest. So, uh, thanks to his Beale, indecision. Yeah, Beetle jumps into Cop's body. Beetlejuice. Yep. But don't worry, because Sis has got his back on the shoot yep. me thing. Yep. And she says, well, you're. Your, your soul's already been pushed out of that body, so it doesn't matter what happens to it. And just. Fucking, like, Mark of Cain's him right in the forehead. Yep. Takes him down. Uh, one shot, one kill. I guess Satan eats him? Absorbs him, at least. He was in some way. That I mean, that might be like Satan acting like as a gateway to hell to take Belial back to hell. Or he just absorbs him and ate him and Belial is gone forever. They never really explained that part. Yeah. And uh, they meet up outside, and Harley Quinn's like, uh, so I uh, got this book. 
I guess fate of humanity. Maybe we should address that. Yeah. Oh, and the whole point of the MacGuffin book is that the the person who wins is going to be written in it. So anyone who has it would know like which horse to back in heaven. You know which side's going to win the the war in heaven. So you know who to who to support to end up as you know supporting the winners, or who to kill so that the winner is no longer the winner anymore. Yeah. Because it's the final word. Yes. Dun dun Good. What? And so uh Harley Quinn's like, how's this gonna play out? And then the devil's like, Oh here, check this out, and gives her freaky visions. Of pain and suffering that she's going to experience. Congratulations. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. And that's what I got for you. Sucks for you, I guess. Well, it makes sense that the only thing he's going to know is how much he's going to suffer because that's kind of his bag. Yeah. And, I mean, presumably this will all be wrapped up in the next movie because that's where this one stops. Yep. The end. The prosophy. Mm-hmm. So, Hotlanta... What? What are your thoughts on this particular <laughs> film? It was alright. It was kind of a horror movie, I suppose. It was a the police drama with some supernatural elements. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I figured for the fourth direct uh, whatever was the step below video that this was, uh I figured it was gonna be really bad, but it was somewhat passable yeah it was like direct to Netflix I think <laughs> direct uh, streaming direct to Netflix back when it was still just a DVD yeah. I don't know it was alright it was another prophecy movie kind of there's no Christopher Walken so that kind of sucks but we had old uh, Bumbledore S- Snatcher Dick Mm-hmm. He was the guy. It was all right enough, I suppose. Half lit. It's the prophecy four. What else do you expect me to say? Fair enough. We expect nothing from you, Hotlanta. Thank you. That way, we're never disappointed and never surprised. And somehow, I still fail sometimes. Yeah. But we love you anyway. Thanks. <laughs> is it me? I hope so. Oh. Um, this is, yeah, it's okay. It's a solid middle of the road. It's better than you would expect it to be, but it's not awesome. groundbreaking. There's enough stuff in here to tie it back to the first ones with, like, the eyeball, see the last thing licking thing. Joseph 1995. Yeah. There's enough callbacks where you can tell that maybe this wasn't a prophecy movie, but at least they put like the minimal amount of work in to make it connect. 
not like the latter day Hellraiser movies where it's like a totally unrelated film and then Pinhead shows up at the end and it's like such suffering and then credits. <laughs> Classic Pinhead. It turns Pinhead into the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. I mean, if you already checked out on the prophecies, this isn't going to change your mind. But if you're inexplicably invested at this point, it's not terrible. We'll wait and see what the next one has. But yeah, just from everything about this movie screams, we had no budget. And, but we're still going to do the best that we can. It honestly, again, reminds me of like the later Highlander movies. Yeah. Where. I was less phoned in. Yeah, not as phoned in, but you can definitely tell that they were using the B team somewhere in Eastern Europe because it was way cheaper to film there. They found the best people they could, and everybody, acting-wise, does a tolerable job. None of of it's terrible. None of it's great. Yeah, middle of the road. The worst kind of movie. No. No. At least it wasn't super boring. No. I don't know. What do you say, Troy? It held my attention from time to time. I'm apparently inexplicably uh, invested in the Prophecy series, which, you know, that's probably why I recommended the series to begin with. Um, I actually enjoyed this movie. I, I think it's better than the third and probably the second as well Prophecy movie, since I said the third was better than the second. So I guess it's the second best Prophecy movie I've seen. Um, it's, I mean, it's interesting. The The action's fun. Uh, watching Belial jump bodies is fun, especially like when they go from like this lady speaking French to now she's speaking with like an I thick Irish accent. That's kind of fun. Um, the guy who plays Lucifer is not Benedict Cumberbatch, but looks enough like him to like make everyone go, is that Benedict Cumberbatch? No, he wasn't even a thing in 2005. Um, yeah, Sean Pertwee is fun for me to see because I'm a big fan of John Pertwee's Doctor in Doctor Who, the third Doctor. Because, uh, you know, we all need to know Venusian Juvo. Um, let's see what else that Chris didn't say. Uh, I mean, the plot is serviceable. They definitely work in, an, like, this was definitely based around angels to begin with. It may not have been explicitly a prophecy movie to begin with. But it definitely was based around angels and demons, and so it would. They worked. They're like, "Hey, why don't we just make this a prophecy movie instead?" And worked in whatever they needed to for that. Um, it definitely is like this is a low budget Miramax film. Uh, they shot it in Romania because it was cheap, and they there's decent actors in Romania that will work for like one fifth of what a decent like American actor will work for, and. So, and, and like Romania itself kind of like, I mean, it adds a different feel to it because, you know, like the original prophecy movies have like that very like wide open kind of feel because a lot of it's in Arizona. So like, you know, you, you get like desolation and like wide open spaces, whereas this feels a lot more cramped because it's in a city and it's an old city 
where like nothing is designed for modern sized vehicles and all that. So that was kind of, it was a different feel to it. Um, I like that they worked the communists in and even like in the opening monologue, there's a little bit about how, uh, Benedictus Cumberbatch, uh, likes to, doesn't like to, doesn't like really care for like the big flashy, like political figures, but prefers the, uh, the people behind the throne. And, uh, so that was a, a first clue that I didn't catch that he was Lucifer. Um, so that was funny. Yeah. The Lucifer swerve actually caught me. I didn't actually realize he was Lucifer. I just figured he was an angel. So it was fun to see that he did explode into a bunch of crows at the end. So that was fun. That's how you know. Uh, the devil's always full of crows. Yep. Um, yeah. So flock of seagull, a flock of crows is uh, the devil's band. Um, I like yeah, it. I don't know. I liked it. I think, yeah, if you if you watch the first three prophecy movies and said, you know what, I can handle the prophecy in all of its like wacky glory. Uh, yeah, watch this. It's a little grittier. Uh, it's a little a little tighter. I feel than the third movie was. Uh, so I say, give it a watch. So what are we watching next week, Chris? Even though we've already referenced it at least once this podcast. We're going to watch the last Prophecy movie. The Prophecy 5. Whatever it's after colon word is. The re-prophesying. <laughs> Unprophesized. Because the Prophecy 3 was the was Ascent, and this was Prophecy 4, The Masquerade or something. Yeah. So this will probably be like, you know, Prophecy Five. The Electric Requiem, Boogaloo, Uprising. That's Uprising what this was. was the last one, yeah, it was the fourth one. So, but yeah, that's what we're watching. No hot later. What is it? What if people want to ask us to stop watching prophecy movies incessantly? <laughs> How would they do that? Follow the directions I gave them to your house. <laughs> Turn left on Beach Street. Yep, Beat Street. Good old Beat Street. Classic. Classic or thoroughfare. they could holler at us on the Facebooks because people use that still sometimes, I guess, maybe, or not. Who knows? Only uh, if you're old. Old folks. Yes, or, the new uh, kids are on the TikToks. Or what's that whole internet thing called? Oh, yeah. SlaughterhousePrincess.com. It's got all kinds of crap on there. It the shows you how we're on the, uh, the Stitcher and the iTunes and Reddit and the Twister. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we did last summer? Yes. Let's Twister again. Oh, and then we got... Like we did last Discord year? Discord store and Patreon. The email, which I usually lead with, is uh, slaughterhousepriestesspodcast at gmail.com. That's the best way to get your hate mail to Chris the fastest. I think that was the sentence. Yes, yeah, send, send Chris all your hate mail. Please. Yeah. So come back next time for the final installment of the Prophecy series. And while they're podcasts, think about movies. We'll be drinking brown Russians. Bye.